Welcome everyone to another edition of the S Podcast. I'm your host, Johan. This is episode number six. And today we're going to do a little recap of what happened or the best things that happened in week nine of the NFL 21, the 2021 season. But before we start, as always, don't forget that the Yes Podcast is available on Spotify and Google Podcasts. So just choose what is your favorite platform, search for the Yes Podcast, set up as your favorite, and you won't miss an episode every time a new one is uploaded. And with that in mind, so uh, let's start talk about week nine of the NFL which was a wild and crazy uh, week of football. Uh, I separated here four things to talk about. I made like uh, a top four things. And in the end, I'm going to talk about one more thing that uh, came to my mind. And uh, it maybe will be interesting to, to, to talk about this going forward in the season. So, let's start with number four, Green Bay Packers versus Kansas City Chiefs. Um, when the schedule came before the season, we all know, we all knew that it was a highly anticipated matchup this in week nine. Uh, we, we thought at least that it will probably be uh, maybe a Super Bowl preview maybe uh, but the truth is uh, the Green Bay Packers were 7-1 leading the NFC North uh, and the Kansas City Chiefs were 4-4 four four. Uh, so who would imagine that going to week 9 the Chiefs will be just 500 they will be 4-4 four and four. Um, I think nobody would expect that, uh, but it was still a highly anticipated matchup. But during last week, uh, new big news came that Aaron Rodgers tested pos positive for COVID, so he would not play uh, this game. It will be Jordan Love making his first NFL start, uh, and um, like the. The topic here is not Aaron Rodgers, then we, we all know what happened. If you don't know, uh, I just uh, advise you to, to search to see everything that happened, that uh, Aaron Rodgers tested positive, positive for COVID. Uh, then they found out that he was not vaccinated. Even that he said that uh, early in the season that he w was vaccinated. Uh, so... I don't know what was next for, for Aaron Rodgers, but let's talk about the game. Uh, you know, I, I was watching this game and I just had a weird feeling that uh, was not that football game that we all know uh, we are uh, were expecting. You know, uh, I think everyone was expecting a high score game. In a 13 to 7 Chiefs win was not in our minds before the game. I would say this, uh, but it it was a weird game. I would say I don't know 
strange in a way um, because of course Green Bay was not uh, did not have uh, Adam Rogers their their star their franchise player they had to go uh, they had to go with Jordan Love uh, that was a first round pick last year but uh, he never played in the NFL like in a regular season game just in preseason uh, but so he was not totally ready especially for a game in a level like this that you're playing against a, uh, a team that went to the last two, two Super Bowls and the game was in Kansas City so uh, you know playing in our hand is always difficult for uh, visiting teams but even on the Kansas City side I'll say that it was weird because you're watching if you watch the NFL in the in the cup in the last couple of seasons the last two seasons that like I said the Chiefs went to the Super Bowl defeated the the the, the Niners two years ago and this past Super Bowl they lost to Tampa Bay if you watch it this past two seasons you you probably will expect and you know what uh, the Chiefs are capable of big plays Mahomes throwing lefty throwing uh, no-look passes to Tarek Hill to to, to Travis Kelsey uh, and this is ju just not happening in the season in this season uh, mainly because the other teams defenses for example it happening against Buffalo they are changing the ways and they are being more prepared to face Mahomes and the Chiefs so they are not sending too many blitzes they uh, they are focusing on protection like on the secondary and in a lot of uh, zone coverage so big plays are not happening for Kansas City and Mahomes is having some struggles so he was forcing too many passes out of the pocket he was being intercepted in some plays that he forced a lot and in this game Mahomes had a total of three plays three throws out of the pocket uh, one was uh, the the game winning play there was a first down with in the two minute warning that just gave a first down to to Kansas City and they just killed the clock but it was weird to it's been weird to watch the Kansas City Chiefs this season uh, I don't know what is what's next for Kansas City we all know like I said what they are capable of so we can expect the Chiefs that maybe they they will go to the Super Bowl maybe like I said they are capable of they have basically the same team that they had in the past uh, two Super Bowls uh, they are not the favorites now they're not the favorites in the um, uh, in the AFC and they are in the last place in the division tied with Denver at 5-4 behind the Raiders and the Chargers that, what which are 5-3 so uh, 
So I don't know what was next for Kansas City. Uh, let's see what happens. Let's see how they change. It's interesting to say they they did not have they their bye week yet. So maybe after the bye week, like with one more week to work to study, they make some changes. Maybe Andy Reid make some changes. Uh, but let's see. Let's see what happens. And for Green Bay, it was uh, we uh, you cannot be uh, afraid because just of this game because. Uh, it was Jordan Love. Probably Aaron Rodgers will be back for the next game against Seattle. Uh, so, and they are in a pretty comfortable division now in the NFC North. They lead, and they are the the only team that is that has a positive record, leading the division with seven wins and two losses. The second place is the Minnesota Vikings with three wins and five losses. So, is the only team uh, above 500. So I, I don't think the Packers fans should be concerned about uh, what just happened in this game. Number three, we have the Browns beating the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati by a final score of 41 to 16. And I can say what a game, what a game by Cleveland. A lot of people were concerned um, what's going to happen with the Browns. After all the the things that happened, like the release of uh, Aldell Beckham Jr., but all the situations, all the the situations with his dad and all those things, but they played very well, and they basically erased the main star, let's say like this, of the of the um, of the Cincinnati's offense, the main. Uh, weapon of the Cincinnati offense that is the connection between Joe, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. So the Browns forced three turnovers, two interceptions, which uh, one of them returned for a touchdown in the first drive of the game for Cincinnati. Two interceptions on throws to Jamar Chase and, and one fumble forced on Jamar Chase. So basically, uh, targeting Jamar Chase, the the Bengals had three turnovers. So it was important point to to the Browns to win this one, and Joe Burrow needs to be needs to protect better the ball. I mean, he's the he's the quarterback with most interceptions thrown this season. If I'm not wrong, now he's he has 11 interceptions throw. Uh, he has he needs to be um, more. He, he needs to protect better the ball. And like I said, maybe the Browns just found a way just uh, to to erase the main weapon of the Cincinnati's offense. That, like I said, is the connection between Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, who was working. Uh, very well in the past uh, in the past uh, games, so maybe the Browns found a way to to limit this Bengals offense. Maybe the the next of the next Bengals opponents can look a little bit on that, see how to how they can cover uh, Jamar Chase and all those things, and maybe they they can 
find a way to beat the Bengals. And on the other side, the Bengals, two weeks ago, they they were the in first place of the division of the of the AFC North. They were five and two, leading the division. Last week they lost to the Jets, and this week they lost to the division rival, the Cleveland Browns, by 25 points. So from being first place two weeks ago, now Cincinnati finds themselves in the last place of the division with the Baltimore Ravens leading 5-2, the Pittsburgh Steelers second place 5-3, uh, excuse me, the, the Ravens are 6-2, the Steelers 5-3, Browns and Bengals 5-4 each one, but the Browns have an advantage over the Cincinnati Bengals. So the question is, what is next for Cincinnati? So how are they going to play in the next games? They lost to the Jets, which uh, is one of the worst teams in the league. And now they lost the way it happened to a division rival in the Cleveland Browns. So... Let's see what's going to happen uh, in the next weeks with the Cincinnati Bengals. Number two, how about the Titans and the Cardinals winning their games without their main stars? Uh, I said on the podcast last week, on the preview of week nine, that the Titans have lost uh, Derek Henry from six to ten weeks due to an injury. So they signed Adrian Peterson to make a mix with McNews, McNews, uh, McNichols. Uh, but we all knew that uh, Adrian Peterson is not that Andrew, Adrian Peterson that won the MVP award back in 2012. And he was not the guy that, oh, he's going to run 200 yards per game or he's going to play like Derek Henry because that's not going to happen. But... They went to California and they just beat one of the best, if not the best team in the NFL right now in the Los Angeles Rams. I know that Von Miller did not play yet, but the Titans did not have their main star in Derrick Henry and they still find a way to win. Uh, 28 to, to 16, if I'm not wrong. Uh, I, can, I can be wrong, but I think it was 28 to 16. Uh, they forced two interceptions by Matthew Stafford. A lot of people said that Matthew Stafford, remember he, uh, he Lions days, you know, he came out of Detroit, but Detroit did not came, come out of him, uh, including one in the end zone, in his own end zone, that the Titans intercepted at the three-yard line. And so the defense made a good job uh, pressuring Matthew Stafford, and in the end, they were in. They were able to came out of Sunday Night Football as the winners. And for the Cardinals, a they did not have Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, so they did not have their starting quarterback and their main receiver. And what happened? They defeated the San Francisco 49ers away from home in Santa Clara. Uh, we all know that Kyle Shanahan is, uh, I don't know what's going on in his mind, but he's not being that Kyle Shanahan that 
to San Francisco to a Super Bowl. Is not being that coach that was considered one of the best in the league. Uh, of course, the Cardinals don't care about this. And with Colt McCoy, they won the game. Colt McCoy is their starter. They won the game 31 to 16, if I'm not wrong. And man, it was it was crazy. I mean, James Conner uh, just got three touchdowns. Uh, 31 to 17 was the final score. Was the Cardinals win? Uh, James Conner with a hat trick, three touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, plus one receiving touchdown. Uh, so the Cardinals found a way to win this game, basically like that. And both teams, the Titans and Cardinals, they are the top seeds in their divisions right now. Excuse me, in their conferences right now. The Cardinals, the top seed in the NFC. And the AFC, the Titans are the top seed and they just proved why they are the top seed right now. They didn't have the main, their main stars and they still won. For the Titans, it will be interesting to see how they play in the next games without Derek Henry. Uh, for the Cardinals, I think uh, uh, not having Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins was just for, for this game. I think they probably will be back for the next game. Uh, but it will be interesting to see how the Titans play in the next games without Derek here. And, of course, number one, maybe the biggest... Uh, what, uh, let's say that what made this Week 9 so wild. The upsets. Jaguars, Broncos, Giants and Falcons. All these four teams won their games. Uh, starting with the Falcons beating the New Orleans Saints by a final score of 27 to 25. But Atlanta almost blew out another big lead because with 10 minutes left in the final quarter, Atlanta was leading 24 to 6. The Saints scored 19 unanswered points. But in the end, uh, Yahoku kicked the game-winning field goal to uh, to the Falcons to the to beat the New Orleans Saints in the Superdome. So a heck of a win. Uh, Matt Ryan played really solid in this game, and the Atlanta Falcons now four and four. Uh, the New York Giants beating the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, we all know what happened to the Las Vegas Raiders. They had to release uh, Henry Ruggs after all those situations that he was driving over the speed limit, drunk, and caused a, another person's death uh, back in October. Uh, and the the Giants defense make a good uh, made a good game. The Giants beat the Raiders 23 to 16 at MetLife Stadium. But uh, it was very important. There were three turnovers by the Giants. Two interceptions. One was a pick six. Uh, the other one was the interception with six minutes left when the game was uh, 20 to 16, if I'm not wrong. 
and with uh, less than one minute left, the, the Raiders had the possession to potentially tie the game inside Giants territory, and the Giants defense uh, were able to force a fumble off their car, recover the possession, and won the game um, a very, very important win for the New York Giants. They are now 3-6, and six. the Vegas uh, Raiders dropped to 5-3. and three. Next, we have the Denver Broncos. I would say winning, but dominating, I think is the best word to describe what happened in Arlington. Dak Prescott was back, was back for the Dallas Cowboys. They won uh, the Sunday Night Football from Week 8 against the Vikings in Minnesota with Cooper Rush as their starting. Um, and now with Dak Prescott back, they were supposed to win, especially playing against the Broncos, who is being a roller coaster. But the Broncos literally dominated the game. They won 30-16, to 16, but in a point of the game, the Broncos were leading 30 to nothing. Basically, the 16 points that the, that the, the, the Cowboys scored, two touchdowns and two uh, two-point conversions, were basically on garbage time. And I remember watching the, the highlights of this game on uh, the NFL website. There was the, uh, the, the five-minute highlights. And the first play uh, of the Cowboys offense that show in the video was like uh, in the third quarter. So the Broncos literally dominated in a great win, a big win for Denver in Texas. And then maybe the most surprised um, game result of this of this uh, yeah maybe this season I don't know of this week Jacksonville beating Buffalo in Jacksonville their first win first Jaguars win in United States since week one of last season against the Colts. Uh, but also was a weird game. It was a 9-6 Jaguars win. We didn't have any touchdowns in this game. And the Jaguars uh, missed two, uh, one or two field goals. But in the end, they were victorious. And the, and, and the player of the game was Josh Allen. And you can ask me, oh, but, but the Bills lost, right? They did not score a touchdown. How is Josh Allen the start of the game? And I will answer that it's not Josh Allen from the Buffalo Bills, but Josh Allen, the defender of the Jacksonville Jaguars, he was he had a sack, he had a fumble recovery, and he had an interception. So he was a nightmare in the life of, uh, uh, of Josh Allen, Buffalo's quarterback. So... How about this win? And they and in the end of the game, the Jaguars fans, Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, they were very excited. They were very excited. We all know they're not going to the playoffs, but these teams that are not uh, contenders to playoffs or to Super Bowls, when they won these games, they just celebrate. And that's uh, why uh, we're so passionate for football. 
and yeah, those moments that make football a very passionate sport. So the Jaguars with a win 96 over uh, the Buffalo Bills. Other results on the other games uh, I didn't mention here in my top four. Of course, on Thursday Night Football, like I said in the, last pod, in the last podcast, the Colts beat the Jets by a final score of 45-30. to 30. Uh, Other results from Sunday, the Dolphins beat the Texans 17-9. to 9. Uh, The Patriots beat the Panthers 24-6. The Ravens beat the Vikings in overtime by a final score of 34-31. to 31. The Chargers went to Philadelphia to beat and beat the, the Eagles 27-24. And uh, the Steelers defeat the Chicago Bears and on Monday Night Football 20, uh, 27 to 25, if I'm not wrong, no, I'm not, I'm not having the, the result here, but I think it was, uh, was this. Uh, so now let's talk about uh, the this topic that I separate just, uh, just before uh, here in the standings on the AFC. On the East Division, Buffalo leads with 5-3, followed by New England with 5-4, the New York Jets 2-6, and, and the Dolphins 2-7. On the North, Baltimore leads with 6-2, uh, followed by Pittsburgh 5-3, Cleveland 5-4, and, and Cincinnati also 5-4. On the South, Tennessee uh, leads 7-2, Followed by Indianapolis four and five, Jacksonville two and six, and Houston one and eight. On the West, uh, the Chargers five and three, Raiders five and three, Kansas City uh, five and four, and Denver also five and four. In the NFC, Dallas leads the East with six and two, uh, followed by Philadelphia three and six, the Giants three and six, and Washington two and six. Uh, in the north, Green Bay, Green Bay leads with seven and two. Minnesota uh, follows with three and three and five. Chicago three and six, and the Lions zero and eight. On the south, Tampa Bay leads five and uh, six and two. New Orleans follows with five and three. The Atlanta Falcons four and four, and the Carolina Panthers five and uh, four and five. And on the west. Arizona leads with 8 and 1, followed by the Rams 5 and 2, Seattle 3 and 5, and San Francisco 3 and 5. So these are the, the standings. And now I want to talk a little bit about uh, some interesting thing that came to my mind. And that is in San Francisco with the situation with the quarterback situation because uh, uh, of course Jimmy Garoppolo is their starter but they got um, trade lines on the last draft and the third overall pick and my question here is now they are three and five uh, they don't have uh, they, they 
They are three and five. They are out of the of the playoffs right now. They are in the eleventh place of the of the of the conference. And my question is, uh, you can you guys can answer your opinions. When do you think that um, Kyle Shanahan will pull the trigger and turn to Lance? When is it going to be Lance time in San Francisco? Because uh, we all know that Garoppolo probably will not return for the 2022 season as a member of the San Francisco 49er. Like I said, they got Trey Lance in the third overall pick. So everybody knows that the future of San Francisco is Trey Lance. It may work, it may not work, but their future is Trey Lance. Uh, so probably they will trade Garoppolo in the next offseason. Uh, but looking for the future for the next seasons, when is it going to be the time that Trey Lance become their starter? Because they're like I said, they are three and five. Uh, they still have a playoff chance, but uh, in the very, very difficult division with the Cardinals dominating, with the Rams, with one of the best teams in the league. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks are also three and five, but they have Russell Wilson back for uh, week 10 now. So, and Kyle Shanahan is, like I said, not being that coach that took San Francisco to the Super Bowl a couple of seasons ago. So, do you guys think that when the San Francisco 49ers are officially out of the playoffs, they are going to to make a change and go with Trey Lance or they are uh, they're going to go with Garoppolo as a starter to the end of season doesn't matter if they have playoff chances or not because I'm seeing the schedule here in the remaining games of the Niners are uh, the Rams and Rick Tim then uh, the Jaguars Vikings Seahawks, Bengals, Falcons, Titans, Texans, and Rams. So you have basically two very, I'm not going to say easy games, but two games that are very, um, they, they can win very easily. That is against the Texans and the Jaguars. Plus you, have, you will face the, the Falcons that also are not one of the best teams. But out of that, you will face the Rams two times. You will face the Vikings that are not playing like a legit uh, playoff team right now. But they are some candidates. You're going to play the Seahawks with Russell Wilson. We, you, have to, you will play the Bengals. Like I said, we don't know which Bengals we're going to see. And you're going to play the Titans. Maybe Derrick Henry will be back already for this game uh, on week 16. So, what do you guys think? Are the Niners going to pull the trigger and go with Trey Lance once they are out of the playoffs? Or do you think they are going to Garoppolo with Garoppolo to the end of season? Doesn't matter what.
give your opinions here uh, if you're listening on Spotify. So that's that's it for today. Another episode of the Yes podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, we'll be back for another podcast this week for the preview of week 10. And that's it. So I hope you, like I said, I hope you enjoyed. And I will be waiting you for the next Yes podcast. Stay safe and I'll see you in the next Yes podcast.